Welcome to the Council of Coaches podcast, where fitness professionals from around the world talk clients, marketing, technique, and generally just have some fun. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another week of the Council of Coaches podcast. We have been away for a couple of weeks. We have missed you all, but we are back and ready to tackle another topic. So I have a good group for you here this week. We have Fred in the UK. Hello. Awesome. And Daniel in New York City. Hello, everyone. Awesome. And Jake in Minnesota. Hello. And I am Lindsay in Indianapolis here in the Midwest in the US. So big topic that's been on my mind lately, I thought we could talk about is motivation for the end of the year. And what I specifically mean is how you stay motivated with your health and fitness goals with so many holidays crunched into those last few months of the year, you know, and I know that, you know, Fred in the UK, you guys don't have Thanksgiving out there, but for, you know, us in the US and the listeners in the US, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It starts with Halloween, you know, you eat all the Reese's for at least a week, nothing wrong with Reese's, they're delicious. And then you're just, you know, coasting until Thanksgiving when you eat all the food, all the pie. And then December for a lot of people, it's lots of holiday parties, lots of drinking, lots of treats, Christmas cookies, you know, and then Christmas. And then, I mean, it is just, it's tough. It's tough out there for us as trainers. It's tough out there for our clients. So, so what about you guys? Um, how do you feel like your clients are in November and December? Well, I know for a lot of my clients, it definitely is really tough. But something I want to bring up just from the start is that it is important to differentiate between like the motivation when it comes to exercising and then the motivation when it comes to any sort of diet goals you might have, yes. right? Because those are definitely two separate things. So what I see diet-wise is kind of what you were talking about, Lindsay. It's that, you know, you have all these holidays and it's about big meals and about sugary and fatty foods and getting together and all that. But then on the exercise side, there's kind of a thing about the days are getting shorter. You're, you know, you're finishing with work. It's dark outside. Before you go to work, it's dark outside. So that kind of demotivates mm -hmm. you. It's cold. Do right. I really want to go to the gym and go outside? No, I would just rather stay on the couch. So these are kinds of, these are the kinds of things that I hear from my clients. But again, it's like those two sides, there's the diet and then there's the exercise side. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine how difficult it is to be in a calorie deficit in, in November and December. Right. Yeah. I think, totally. um, I think that with a lot of these things, it's, it's how you manage it can make such a big difference. It's like it, it's in the winter. I think it's even more important to make the things you want to do, make them as low friction as you can. I think it's mm -hmm. even more important for clients to, for example, um, let's say, uh, well, let's say meal prepping. I think it's even more important if they are up for meal prepping. I think we all know that a lot of people aren't up for that and that's fair enough. Um, but just for my example's sake, um, somebody who sometimes meal preps, I think it's really important for them to do stuff like that um, at the times when it's easy and stuff like, you know, if they do home workouts, leave the home workout stuff, you know, somewhere you're going to see it really reduce mm -hmm. the friction. Um, try and make it less about so the winter is going to require more willpower of you try and make it so the willpower is less in the equation make it less of a willpower jump and more of a convenience like make things more convenient i think is a kind of quick quick tip yeah, yeah. um somebody put it to me this way 
it's like going into hibernation and the, it starts to get cold, especially where we are, me and Lindsay, we're in really cold states. Well, I guess Daniel, you are too. It was Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it gets cold. You crave bad foods. There's holidays, mm-hmm. like Lindsay said, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then Christmas and New Year's. There's parties. It's everything. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I love what you said about hibernation, Jake, because yeah, I feel like if, if you are listening to your body and, and you have a good circadian rhythm, um, you know, I mean, I feel like your circadian rhythm is thrown off, you know, when it's dark at, you know, 5 30 PM, I know mm-hmm. that me personally, this is the first year. So I'm 32. So I'm not old, but not super young. Uh, but I know ever since daylight savings time happened and the times changed and it started to get dark at five 30, I'm, I'm, I'm an old lady. It's like eight 30 and I'm like, it's bedtime. I'm going to bed, you know, where normally it's like, you know, Hey, I can party till 10 or 11 at night watching Netflix, you know, but I'm just like, no. So the idea of like going to the gym at five 30 when it's dark, like, it's just my, but it's not even my motivation. Like I want to go, but my body is even like, what are you doing? It's dark. It's cold. Go home, sit on your couch under your electric blanket. Like, are you crazy? You know, the level of motivation needed is just so much higher. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in the summer, you know, when it's light until nine, 10 o'clock at night, it's like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go for a run or, oh, after dinner, I'll go for a nice walk. You know, not when it's super cold and pitch black, you know, at 6 PM when, you know, when you eat dinner. Uh, but, but, you know, what do you guys see though, in your clients? Like, do you see a lot of, cause I know I personally, what I'm seeing with my clients. And again, this is my first year as a trainer. I'm new to this. Um, I'm seeing with my clients right now, um, a lot of canceling, a lot of rescheduling, so a lot of end of the year obligations, lots of end of the yeah. year or holiday travel and like work um, parties, things like that. Work. No, absolutely. And so it's so, you know, I, maybe it wouldn't even, maybe motivation is the wrong word for it. Cause they're motivated. They're just busy. Logistics. They just have, yeah. It's just the logistical complexity of this time of year as well. You know, some of them travel, like I have a few clients that are traveling for two weeks in December they're gone, you yeah. know? So then how do you you know, how do you help them navigate that, you know, while still helping them stay on track with their goals, but knowing that, you know, they're not going to work out for two weeks, they're going to, you know, it's and, and just... to add to that, there's people who like, there's uh, clients of mine who they have, like, they're actually, they've got plenty of time at the moment and all their habits are kind of built in. There's nothing really stopping them, but you can tell their motivation's lacking just that little bit because yes. they know that in a few weeks, they're definitely going to fall off to some extent. So it's almost like because they know they're going to fall off, they're kind of like less committed now. That's just completely me maybe reading too much or projecting into the situation. But I really feel like that's happening. Yes. No, Fred, you hit it. Yes. Okay. Mm. You articulated exactly what I feel. Because that's so so exactly my clients that are not coming in as often, they're canceling, you know, they're rescheduling things. Yeah. It's like, I feel like when they, when we are together, you're right. They're just, they don't want to work as hard. They're asking for more gentle workouts. It's harder to push them. I just feel like mentally they're, they're taking a rest you know, until January type deal. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I, you Only know, a maybe little bit. The, like we're still here. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, depending on their goals, you know, is that really a bad thing? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think so. I think you allow, allow it. In the last yeah. couple of years I've noticed, uh, like you said, um, after Halloween, 
things slow down. And um, I do have that talk with clients. Uh, I say that if you're going to travel, if you're going to be busy, whatever's going on, um, let's plan for January when things start yes. up again. And so they can taper off as much as they want because they know back in January, we're starting up again. So it's slower for me, but it's not an issue because I know come January, it's going to pick back up again. Right. Yeah. I feel like for my clients, especially the ones that know they have big travel coming up and they're going to miss a few weeks. I actually kind of help them. I help frame it as let's get the work in now. Let's make it so that you're excited to take two weeks off. (laughs) You know, like, cause you know, and I let them know, you know, taking two weeks off to go visit your family in December, you know, especially after 2020, when a lot of us weren't traveling and we didn't see our families, you know, I'm seeing this year, more people are traveling, you know, because they missed out last year, um, which I think is great, you know, fitness as much as it's the center of our universe, right? It's not the center of everyone's universe. And I feel like all of us here understand that. Um, But then what I try, what I've been doing, especially with my like clients with like really big strength goals, I'm like, well, how about this? And I, and I get their consent. Like this is a conversation, right? <laughs> you know, I don't just force them to do things, but I'm like, okay, why don't we go hard now so that when you take two weeks off, you are ready. Yeah. Like, you are, that, you are that's like the done. mindset that we, that I especially, and probably you guys are in, it's like two weeks off, two weeks off can be, well, especially one week off, but even let's say two weeks off. That can just be like really, really good recovery time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But then if you've not been training before, then it's not good. I like that. That's good motivation. Yeah. So that way it's like, so that way it's kind of like a sprint. It's a sprint to the end of the year, (laughs) you know, instead of, whereas otherwise I would encourage my clients, let's pace ourselves. We're not here to push ourselves to the max every session, three times a week, forever and ever. Like, listen, we're not trying to look like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, we're not bodybuilders, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we're not preparing, at least my clients aren't. My clients aren't, you know, preparing for a bodybuilding show or anything like that. It's just general strength and fitness goals. So otherwise I would say, let's pace ourselves. We'll get there. But yeah, at this point I'm like, okay, well, I got you. I'm, are, do, do you consent to having your butt kicked? Essentially mm-hmm. is what I'm asking them. And okay. I mean, if they say no, <laughs> Okay, Lindsay, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here, though, on Uh on this approach. So I am not so much a fan of that approach. Like, let me go really hard for a few weeks now, because I know it's going to be difficult for me to exercise later down the road. Because to me, it's a little bit like a weekend warrior sort of mindset. So for our listeners don't know what that means, it's people who, you know, for whatever reason, have a really hard time working out during the week. And so they exercise really hard during the weekend. They think, okay, that's going to be enough exercise to kind of, you know, last me for the rest of the week. Um, So yeah, my problem with that approach is I think it almost gives people an excuse to really rest and not do anything then when the holidays come, because then they said, okay, well, I did go really, really hard. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of conceptualizing it in your head, like, okay, this is workout time now. And then I'm going to have not workout time. Yeah. later in the but, future but Whereas if you I like, know that they're gonna yeah. like if they are completely certain they're going on holiday they're definitely not gonna but yeah right right, yeah. right. sorry if i, I mean, cut you off the the thing that i kind of try to set up you know there's one thing of slowing progress or maybe losing some strength gains and then it's a totally separate thing about losing the habits that you've built mm-hmm. right right because i can still keep my habits alive during the holidays no problem 
by just doing, you know, whatever I can. If it's just like a few push-ups or whatever at the end of the night, so be it. I've kept the habit alive. It's probably not helping me with my bench press max if I was working on that beforehand. But what can I do? You know, Keeping maybe I just don't have access to a future. gym and I can't work on this right now, but I can still figure out something to do. So a lot of what I try to do with my clients is just like problem solving, figuring out, okay, well, what are you going to have when you're going to go visit your families? Are you going to have access to a couple dumbbells or do you just have like no equipment whatsoever? Let me give you some substitution exercises that you can do and then it'll work. Maybe it's not the greatest workout ever, but we're still on track for a fitness goal. Mm. I, I, I really, I really like what you're saying, Daniel. I, I do think, I do think there's definitely merit in in the overreaching uh, as well. But overreaching can be can be used used well too. Right. No, I I love that, Daniel, and you are 100% accurate um, on that. I think so. I guess with my clients, though, they they already do those things on their own. Like almost the majority of my clients are basically do exactly what you mentioned, you know, which is great. I'm lucky. I'm lucky to have clients that are otherwise pretty motivated, you know, cause I do talk to them just like you do. You know, I talk to them about what they're doing in between our sessions, you know, cause if they see me twice a week, you know, I am asking, okay, you know, are you going for walks? Are you stretching? Are you doing any yoga? And most of my clients are doing those things because it makes them feel good, not because they feel like they have to, because that's what they like. So, so yeah, you're absolutely right, Daniel. I think that, yeah. Oh, you know, going hard and then just totally resting. Yeah. That's one thing, but no, most of the overwhelming majority of my clients crave movement. So they're doing things on their own. Like I have a, in fact, I have some clients, I have to tell them, stop going as hard in between our sessions. <laughs> like, cause don't stop showing up to our sessions sore from something you did at home. Let's let the real work happen here in the gym and you go lighter at home. Like, you know, you don't have to do a hundred squats a day at you home. Got a kind, you got a couple of uh, like intensity warriors, like go to failure every set. Otherwise it's not a set warriors. I have one of them. Not, oh, really? No, it's, I wouldn't say that. Like, I don't think it's like disordered or anything. I just, um, I just have some clients that have a lot of free time. They're very motivated, um, you know, and they, so yeah, I just encourage them just walk, go on nice walks, bike, you know, do, do cardio that you enjoy. Uh, maybe do some light core movements, you know, at home, like five, 10 minute core exercise, you know, but nothing, you know, no need to go, no need to go crazy. Daniel, I like the the method that you, you talked about and it kind of, I just went on vacation when I came back, I felt overwhelmed and there's all these things I want to do. I want to do this goal and this goal, and I want to get jacked and I want to get flexible and I had to break it down. And like what, you, what you're talking about is, is smaller steps and right. the smaller steps build up to the larger picture. We know that. Um, so it's, if, if today is just stretching extra, it takes me 10, 15 minutes, I'm going to do that. But you know what? In my brain, I'm feeling awesome because I did something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, the habit thing is so huge. I, I always, I always try and encourage people to like do the baby step thing. Like if you want to, if you want to freaking do, if you want to meditate for an hour every day, meditate for one minute. Because people, people just like, they, they want to do the big goal and then they, they can't get themselves to do it. And it's like, just go so small because it just teaches your brain. There's nothing to be scared of. It teaches your brain. You can do this. It teaches your brain. Like you, there's, there's nothing stopping you doing this. 
But when you make it this really lofty thing on the first day, which I've seen people where they're really stubborn about it. And like over, over like Christmas, like you're saying, over the holidays, just like do the little bit, do the little bit, keep the habit going or build the habit up with a tiny little bit. Because that tiny little bit, we, we all know is, is gonna easily turn into something bigger. Like I said, once your brain's not scared of it, once it knows it can do it, once it's like finds its way around the logistics. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's those, I call those Jedi mind tricks. Because <laughs> uh, I feel like so much of exercise, the physical part's easy doesn't feel easy. It's the mental and emotional part. That's, that's what, that's the barrier, the physical part, the actual act. I mean, yes, it's hard. Right. But I mean, like, just depend, it depends on the person, doesn't it? I think. Right. But, but for the most part, yeah, the actual, you know, doing three sets of bicep curls. Okay. (laughs) You know, but then willing yourself to put on your gym clothes and put on your shoes and get in the car and drive, you know, and then even sitting in the parking lot of the gym, you know, and you're yeah, like, thinking oh, people I should are just like go. looking at you and stuff like that. Or even just sitting there going, new, I should just people. go home. Yeah. I should just go home. <laughs> um, yeah. It's a big production. Like there's all these moving parts, mm-hmm. but if you look at it, if you tell someone, Hey, um, you want to go to the beach? They'll go. Absolutely. I say, okay, why? Because it's easy. I get in the car and I go. But if, but if you, you broke it down too much to... and you were like, okay, do you want to get in the car, like turn the ignition, put it in gear, like turn the steering wheel, turn left, turn right. Da, 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 da. I want to find a swimsuit that looks good yeah. or the right towel. Oh, my swimsuit's kind of wet. Uh, I don't know about sunblock. It's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Right. So a lot of people see that with exercise. There's a lot of steps. It's a big production in their mind right. and it overwhelms them. Yeah, it's the way you frame it, isn't it? But I think I think the way you frame it is most drastically changed by doing it. It's like it's like yeah. you don't you don't um, strike while the iron is hot. You like make the iron hot by striking, kind of thing. Ooh, I like that. But what do you guys think? So what? So for my clients that are actively working on nutrition and fitness goals at the same time, and and you know I feel like this applies too to people that are just strictly working on fitness. I honestly encourage my clients, if they let me know that they're stressed about their progress, slowing down or even backsliding during the holiday season, I honestly talk to everyone about just maintain, maintain what you have now. Like maintaining is still progress, you know, because if you know you're not going to be as consistent with your workouts because you're busy, you know, with family things, with just festivities, other obligations, or even end of the year obligations. Um, Fred, this doesn't apply as much to you because you live in the UK and you have healthcare, but uh, for Jake and Daniel, uh, you know, the, the end of the year rush to like, oh, I need to get in my eye exam. I need to get my last dental cleaning. I need to, you know, because in the US, you know, our insurance resets every January. So lots of end of the year appointments. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know me personally, I've just told myself, just maintain, don't, you know, be as consistent as you can, but be happy with maintenance, maintenance with nutrition, maintenance with fitness. If I just maintain what I have going on now and just stick with my habits, we'll get through these next two months. And then January, when things calm down, you know, we can, we can reassess. So what do you guys think about that? So, Yeah. yeah. So maybe to kind of summarize for our listeners, one really demotivating factor during the holidays is just the idea that you're going to fail on your fitness and your diet Mm -hmm. goals because there are so many barriers coming up. So 
I would say one way that we really motivate our clients is to get them to change that mindset that there isn't there, you know, there's, there are other strategies you can use right here. You don't have to actually fail during the holidays. So you can no, just not at focus all. on maintaining, you can focus on, you know, um, coming up with new exercises or whatever it might be. So it's just kind of changing that mindset. So that seems to be one really good way to help your clients. Yeah. And making like horizontal moves, like um, we kind of half touched on like some horizontal moves, like, um, you know, maybe you can work on your flexibility and stuff like that. As in, you're not going deeper into like whatever you say, your strength training, but you know, Mm -hmm. you can, you can kind of, you can bolster these kind of auxiliary things that are going to feed into it eventually. I think everyone likes a challenge and thinking about people slowing down at the end of this year. um, I always want to do something the last three months of the year. And I I told you guys of the challenges that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and it got a lot of people to just do stuff Um, and not so much that they were enjoying what they were doing, but they were competing. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if it's a, they just want to be told what to do because they don't, they lack that motivation. Um, they're kind of just going on autopilot until the end of the year, but they're loving it. Um, this challenge is, is hilarious. Nice. People fighting in the gym. You know, yeah. Speaking of those challenges, um, I'm actually really upset that the, my local YMCA did not do this this year, but I know in previous years, my y, my local YMCA ran, I feel like is the most genius promotion ever. Um, and it's so fun. So it was a challenge that, so hear me out. It's going to sound problematic on the surface, but hear me out. The challenge was, I think you pay, I want to say it's like, let's say $25. So you pay $25 to participate in this challenge. And then the week before Thanksgiving, you sign up and then you weigh in. So you weigh yourself at the YMCA the week before Thanksgiving, you sign up and the challenge is you maintain your weight or lose weight by January 1st. So the goal is to at least maintain your weight. So then when you weigh in January 1st or the week of the first week of January, whenever the challenge ends, if you maintain your weight or lose weight, then they give you that $25 as like a credit on your account. So you get $25 off, you know, your gym membership for the next month. Um, and I felt like that was super, that's I, a, I feel like that's that a really cool option. Like for people who are down for that, that's a really cool option. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was actually looking for that. I was like, oh, that'd be fun for me to do, you know, and then they didn't do it this year. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they're doing some sort of like holiday bingo. Um, it's And it's, it is, it's between thanksgiving and christmas thanksgiving and christmas actually and they give you like a bingo sheet and it's certain things like it's so the bingo sheet encourages you to do things like take different types of classes you know like take a yoga class take a spin class take a there's other things too like uh, have a session with one of the wellness advisors or bring a friend to the ymca or donate to this campaign or, I mean, it, it, it looks yeah. fun. And I, I, I might do that. I might do that. So the goal is to try to get a bingo. So, um, yeah. So just something, something to keep in mind. So do we have any, like, do we have any additional, sorry, sorry, Daniel, but maybe after you've spoken, uh, quick tips, like quick random little tidbits, little life hacks to make the holidays easier for our listeners. Oh, sorry, Daniel, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to bring up another motivating factor um, 
that I use with my clients. And I mean, maybe this is going to speak to your point as well, but I think, um, you know, you also want to think about not to talk about New Year's too much, because I know that's like a separate thing. We're talking about the holidays right here. But a lot of people are super enthusiastic about exercising in January, right? Because you have this whole novelty, like, okay, I'm starting this new thing. Well, mm -hmm. we all know it's just as cold in January as it is in December, right? <laughs> so it's mm -hmm. it's not like anything has changed there, you know, with lighting and temperature wise. Um, so I think it's important as trainers that we're really on top of our programming with our clients as well. Mm -hmm. If you're running the same program for your client from September all the way to January, you're not doing a good job as a trainer, right? There's no novelty in that. So you might have, you know, one or two cycles in between those months of introducing new exercises. So I think it's, you know, really important that you're programming in these new exciting exercises and you're getting input from your clients too. Like, hey, what do you want to work on next? Have your goals changed in the last couple months? Do you want to spend some more time on pull-ups or whatever it might be? This is a really good point, actually, because I've been doing sort of similar cycles for some of my clients and actually maybe they'd appreciate or i'm sure they would appreciate at least a, at least a kind of medium level switch up um for january yeah. because they're going to be seeing everybody uh, a lot of their peers doing like switch ups getting into the stuff totally yeah, yeah. no i that's uh, yeah i love that daniel because that's actually what i've been doing with some of my clients um especially the ones that are missing sessions and things like that because they have other things going on um i've moved them to circuit training um so going a little less heavy on the weights, but moving more. Um, so strength, you know, basically strength to get their heart rate up. Um, so I'm like, Hey, it's cold outside. It's kind of cold in the gym. Let's get you sweaty. You know, that's going to feel good. It's going to feel good to sweat in December when it's cold and it's snowy outside. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, no, and they, they love it. They're into it. Cause we normally don't do that unless they want to work on cardio. You know, most of my, most of my clients are strength training, um, mm -hmm. or pretty much they just want strength. Um, so yeah, we've been incorporating some cardio and some hit, um, and they love it. So. So to speak to your quick little tidbits right here, Fred. So I think one is keep your exercises fresh, keep your workouts fresh, right? And to another one, uh, some exercise is better than no exercise. Yes. I don't know if you have some other ones. Those, those are definitely two. I think oh, that man. could summarize our points. I would say don't feel guilty for taking time off. Don't feel guilty for eating holiday meals. I was so mad that I saw on Thanksgiving. It was the day before Thanksgiving and quite a few gyms in my area were like, it's the day before Thanksgiving. You know, you're going to be sitting on your ass eating all day. So you better come in here for a two hour workout and you better be here on Friday to work out, you know, do extra cardio. Do And I'm just like, oh my God, just stop. Just let people, let people have one meal with their families. Like you don't need to punish yourself. Like just, yeah. So don't exercise harder or longer just because you know you're gonna eat a big like it's okay like don't yeah. feel guilty don't punish yourself yeah. yeah it doesn't destroy you that bad if it's just one day refeed refeed yeah club. exactly refeed there you go <laughs> um yeah plan for everything if you know you're gonna eat a big meal on thanksgiving um prepare for the day after do you have food prepared so that you don't continue eating it and filling yourself up um, the days leading up to it. If you have a plan for when you're going to exercise, when you're going to eat, what you're going to eat, um, doing weekly meetings with my wife right now just to plan what we're going to eat so that we don't go to the grocery store that's 200 feet across the street and get snacks. 
once a week. <laughs> Wait, so pro, Jake, you're... proactivity always key, Wait. even more so in the winter. So Jake, you're saying that the week after Thanksgiving, you shouldn't just eat pumpkin pie for breakfast for a week straight. <laughs> oh, and, you're saying and that's enjoy bad. It. Enjoy it when you have it, <laughs> but it's I think okay it's like if you're out too. If you're if you're if you're really committed to it and you're con- concerned. Like if, if you're really committed to it, it's really a priority to you and you're concerned, then yeah, like proactive planning, like Jake's saying, huge. Like don't, don't, like if you really are in that mindset, if you want to enjoy the meal, like enjoy the meal or like, you know, I'm, I'm not saying even if, even if you are very committed to your goals, you can still do that. But the point being is you can be proactive about, about these things. If you really don't want to lose that progress, you really want to keep progressing. It's, it's in your control and you can do it. Just a little bit of proactivity can go a long way, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And being realistic with yourself. I know I'm going to have some chocolate. I know my parents are going to have some chocolate. Um, but if I decide, okay, this is the day that I'm going to have chocolate and this is how much I'm allowing myself to have, it'll be a little bit more than usual. A couple pounds, but... <laughs> Couple, and frankly okay. your stomach isn't like that your stomach can't go that big if it's just one day like i challenge you to eat more than like five thousand calories anyway so oh know, right if, if you shorten the duration if you shorten the period the window then uh then you'll be fine yeah. <laughs> even if you are super committed i don't think it's enough saying okay it's just this day if you really think about how much you're gonna have and what you're exactly gonna have then it becomes real in your mind but if you kind of leave that ambiguous then who knows what's going to happen. Right. Well, I mean, that, that's with anything. With anything habit-based, it's planning, you know. And when I say discipline, I don't mean discipline in a way that's like, well, if you fall short on your habits and you're just not disciplined and you're a bad person. I just mean like just creating that habit is, yeah, then, then you'll just naturally be proactive because that's what you're used to. You're used to meal prepping. You're used to meal planning. Um, so, yeah, it's just enjoy yourself while you can, but then just get right back to it. You know, I say to my clients all the time, the only way you can screw this up permanently and ruin all your progress is if you totally give up. That's oh, yeah. the only way. For sure. Yeah. So. I love, awesome. love, love, right, Lindsay. Well, I say the exact same thing all the time to my clients yes. as well. It's like the only way you can really fail at this is to just quit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just the, like the, the biggest failure is people thinking they failed and then believing it and then they quit. <laughs> right well it's, it's that all or nothing mentality which we could do i could do a whole month-long series about all or nothing mentality so we'll save that for another episode spin off spin-off show next year spin-off <laughs> spin-off all right well that's gonna do it for us this week thank you guys so much for listening and please take our advice on this uh we are experts enjoy your holiday seasons eat the food you want to eat it's okay on your when you're on your deathbed hopefully when you are very 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 old Um, you're not going to regret enjoying a holiday meal with your loved ones. So enjoy yourselves. You'll do great and get right back to it when you can. And Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Happy holidays. No, you're fine. It's okay. Uh, you're allowed. Like, yeah. In England, it's very much. Well, I guess I should still say happy holidays. I don't know. Maybe the viewers can tell me if I got that one sorely wrong. Uh-oh, Fred, you, you just canceled us because we said Christmas. <laughs> no, done. it's okay. Christmas and holidays, whatever you celebrate. I oh, hope you're enjoying right. yourself for the rest of the year. But that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much.